Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoil the Winning Podcast. This is review number 210 with our review of Jack the Giant Slayer. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I am Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoil the Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases, television shows, and web series from the past week and beyond. Each week, you're going to get a couple different episodes. You're going to get some reviews. This week, we're reviewing uh, The Last Exorcism Part 2. What are we reviewing? (laughs) 21 and over. And Jack the Giant Slayer, which you're listening to right now. You're also going to get a trailer talk segment where we discuss uh, some of the trailers that hit the internet recently and a what we've been watching segment where we talk about everything we've been watching outside of the podcast. And you can tell the hour is late because I'm having trouble with all of my sentences. Mmm, yes. Uh, but yeah, we're I here. You, I think you need to eat some magic beans, dude. dude well, I don't want to eat magic beans because I wouldn't want a <laughs> giant bean stock shooting out of my stomach and going up to a floating platform in the sky where there be giants. Where there be Navi. Yes. Oh, I mean giants. Well, if there are Navi up there, I would totally ride a beanstalk up there and then go <laughs> hang out with Sam Worthington. By hang out, you mean uh, hook into the tree, yeah. as they say. Yes, I would dreadlock meld with the anus of a flying dragon. <laughs> yes. Oh, good times. And I would do it all in 3D. Which would be, of course, of course, yeah. Which would be pretty cool. You know what I found hilarious um, uh, watching this film? Um, is that I got to see the trailer for Man of Steel before this movie. And it's just... It's just funny to me that, you know, you know, watching a trailer for a rebooted Superman in front of a Brian Singer film. So, you think they're like trying to stick it to him? Was that I didn't maybe. I mean, they're both Warner Brothers, but so I'm sure it's just business as usual, but yeah. uh it is kind of weird to be like, oh yeah. They're like, see now you- he's doing this move about giants. <laughs> like see what you could have made. <laughs> Uh, from what, Superman to Nazis to Giants, I mean, he's just running the gamut, man. It'd be pretty funny if, like, you know, a year a year or two from now, they're rebooting Jack the Giant Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder rebooting it? Yeah, Zack Snyder's rebooting Jack the Giant uh, Slayer. That, that's a movie I'd see. With script work from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, story credit and uh, producing credit. That, that that's something I might be able to get behind. That that's a that's a Jack the Giant Slayer I can get behind. I I mean, I right? mean I mean I don't know I don't know this movie could be good. It would actually be pretty awesome because with all Zack Snyder slow mo, maybe the giants would actually be moving at an appropriate speed. Mm. Just, maybe just a thought. I don't know. I don't know how physics works with giants. I mean I don't know. This movie could be amazing. Well, what they could have had is. At some point in the future, they shoot a beam into space to open up a portal to another dimension um, to call in all the motherships, but instead it sends them back in time to where there are giants, and then you have, uh, you have what's-his-face in Pacific Rim drive one of his robots in and fight a giant. Mm. You, you mean the guy from uh, The Ledge? Yes, the guy from The Ledge. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yep. Good times. Well, that's Jack the Giant Slayer 2, Giant's Day Out. <laughs> Speaking of good times, what do you say? <laughs> Big City Giants. 
And you know, if you've seen the movie, you know why that's funny or not. Well, what do you say uh, we go ahead and just check out the trailer for Jack the Giant Slayer and, mm. you know, not keep everybody waiting for this review that I know that just they're all dying. They're just they're salivating. Their anticipation is growing. Yes, exactly. Like the beanstalks up to the floaty planet of yes. whatever. Stories they put into your mind. What are you running away from? Well, who says I'm running away from anything? Maybe I'm running towards something. Just looking for an adventure of my own. What? Am I dead? Not just yet. Our mission is to find and return the princess. I want to volunteer. Vera Heights, they're falling. Well, then don't fall. You're here. You sound surprised. Not at all. I pray that your daughter finds her way down. And if something else finds its way down first. That's going to be back. Free! Fire! other kingdoms. Ready? Do these giants have any weaknesses? Not many, no! Who are you? Jack! Jack the Giant Slayer. It's something behind me, isn't it? Rated PG-13 in real D, 3D, and IMAX 3D March 1st. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. So. I can only imagine that was a last-ditch effort to be like, come on, guys, it's cool. No, we got rock music in it. Clearly, this is a trailer that was cut together after they were realizing <laughs> that nobody was going to go see Jack the Giant Slayer. And they're like, you know, exactly. we really have to promote this in a different way to make it seem like it's really cool. I'm surprised they didn't have, like, legitimate dubstep in there or anything. Oh, yeah, they were trying a little bit there. I'm surprised they didn't put a Tool song in there. <laughs> no, exactly. Throw it in for no reason at all. <laughs> like, like Mia Josevich just shows up and like cuts one of the beanstalks in half. <gasps> Whoa, Captain America, you're in this movie? Uh, I, I think those those could have both been things that could have improved this film. Um, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, not that it w wasn't already awesome on its own. But, uh, yeah, so here we have Jack the Giant Slayer. And basically, we have this young boy named Jack who grew up hearing these, you know, these legends and tales of this time where there was these giants and, you know, they lived in this place that was, you know, above the clouds and stuff on this thingamajigger. And at one point they came down and there was some big old fighting that happened with the giants. And, you know, eventually the giants were stopped by taking blah, 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 some stuff and then blah, 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 stuff that I won't spoil for you in case you're actually going to see this film. Um, 
But yeah, here we are in the you know time of this film, and Jack has grown up. It's like ten years after you know he was a boy learning all these legends. He's grown up. He goes into town, sells his horse for basically some beans that some monk gives him, and uh, he's told, "No, whatever you do, don't get these beans wet." What do you know? No. Drops it in a puddle. They get wet. Boom! This beanstalk grows up to the sky to this platform. Princess is shot up there. He's got to go help rescue her. There's giants up there. Giants make their way down to the, to Earth, and then this big giant war is happening. Um, so, yeah, that's probably all you need to know. I mean, that's what you get from the trailer. Uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's Jack and the it's Jack and the Beanstalk, but with uh, with some dubstep. <laughs> this is just rock. They, they couldn't afford actually dubstep. <laughs> Um, but he... although to be fair, there's no actual rock music in the movie. No, not at all. No, no, no. There are rocks that get thrown. Yeah, this movie's too serious for that. Oh yeah, I mean this is this is a hardcore legitimate film that has absolutely no giant fartings. No, no burping or farting whatsoever. Yeah, no burping. No. This farting, is a serious movie. No beehive action. Nope. No uh, booger not eating. Not just yet. <laughs> All right, Carson. If people can't tell, this is tell. a serious movie in which Ewan McGregor's hair stays the same height throughout the entire duration. Yeah, perfectly coiffed, no matter what scenario. We well, had he had he was using some of that uh, the the uh, giant snot as, <laughs> as a as a hair molding um, you know, product. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, Carson. What did you think of Jack the Giant Slayer? Um, this movie is really stupid. Uh, I am a fan of Brian Singer, but uh, this was a very misguided film. Uh, it, I mean, it was it's it's a it's a typical studio blockbuster that was delayed and uh, for good reason. Like, it was supposed to come out last summer, and when it de- was delayed, I was like, well. I, that's never a good sign, you know, and uh, yeah, like it just really is kind of what's wrong with every kind of big studio blockbuster in 2012, 2013, where it's just very middle of the road and uh, there's way too much CGI and there's more emphasis on the giants or you know like the 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 big spectacle than the actual story like the what was crazy to me in this movie is that the character of jack he really doesn't even feel like the main character in this movie even though it's centered around him um it it feels like he weirdly does not get that much screen time but uh well in in the film's defense it's called jack the giant slayer and he is literally the only person that actually slays a giant that's true, but I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a, a big example of, uh, of uh, a movie that prefers spectacle over story. Like I just, that's all I think. And, and and really, the spectacle in this movie is not that amazing. Like I, I really think the, the giants, the design of the giants, and the look of, and uh, the you know the effects that they've used for them, they're just not flattering at all. They all look very ugly and. Uh, uh, you know, in, in design and in uh, effects. Like, I just think they, they stick out so poorly, and it's just, it's a real mess. And uh, I was very bored during this movie. Although I'll tell you, uh, one moment made me laugh so hard, 
Um, I was laughing for a good like two minutes after it happened, and uh, I'll tell you what it is. Okay, the scene where the the one giant with the fro who's like farting, they <laughs> put the beehive in him, right? Yeah. Um, he falls off the the ledge at the edge, right? Yep. And then they all start laughing because it's just like, Haha, so funny. We just killed a giant. Like we just killed someone. Okay, so that wasn't the part. But then it's just like they they like walked it. They they get done laughing. They start talking about what their next move is, right? But then in the middle of that, they cut back to the giant falling midair, just like wow, like oh that like two second cut or whatever just made me laugh hysterically. I I I was like, please cut back to him. I want it to happen. I I don't know why that was so funny, but that's uh. That's I, how bored I was during this movie, so... I honestly don't know why it was that funny either. <laughs> it was... I was just like, why? Like, why did they cut back to it? Like, why did we see the giant, like, falling and dying? I don't know. And then there was another, like, weird shot like that, like, when um, a certain character died, and then, like, when the giants go to, like, jump off the uh, and grab the beanstalks and come down to Earth... Um, there's just a shot of a giant like stepping on the dead body. It's like why, like what? Like I just I don't know. There's a lot of like weird choices in this film. Yeah. And uh, I think the biggest one of the biggest faults though was that it's like I said it's way too serious. Like this movie desperately needed a Jeff Goldblum. Like there needed to be like somebody. You know how many Sarahs do you think are on this island? Like it just it needed that. It had no sense of adventure, no sense of whimsy. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was, uh, seriously lacking in that department. I thought, well, I, I think really, like, obviously the focus of this film is completely just, it's, it's, well, it's not focused at all. I mean, my, my dad had actually texted me earlier in the morning before we were getting ready to, uh, or before I was getting ready to go actually watch it. And, you know, he was like, oh, so what did you think of Jack the Giant Slayer? And, like, I was like, oh, well, I haven't seen it. I'm actually leaving just now. And he's like, oh, just checking. I'm, like, paraphrasing as I read these. But he, he like, messaged me back. He's like, oh, yeah, just checking. It only had, like, a 52%. Doesn't sound like anybody thinks it's that good. And I said, yeah, it looked really cheesy. And I'm, I think it's probably aimed at kids. And then he his response to that was, like, it can't be aimed at kids. It looks too scary for little kids. Um, yeah. But, like, it... It, and, it, and it is, it, it's weird because like it's got all the like the farting and the burping and like the stupid silliness that is clearly aimed at kids. Like the fact that our main villain has a separate head attached to his body and right. it's it's like this weird like it, it's a, a stupid it's like. Bleh, uh, bleh, yeah, it's uh, almost. Yeah, uh, he's like a, a doofus like character. Yeah, it, it's basically it, it's like his his little Igor, but it's like stuck on his head instead of. Like yeah, dragging his feet around the the whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's like it doesn't make any sense. But then there's like, there's really gruesome things that are happening. But like the <laughs> film is like you know people the, getting their heads bit off. Yeah, people getting their heads bit off, like smashed as you said, like people's dead bodies being crushed by giants. Like th- this film, like should like I th- I think that to make this film, you know, quote unquote, right. It should have been done by the people that did Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunter. like they, they could have made this film in a, I mean, clearly they had their like ogre guy, um, her, her troll. Was he a troll? That guy was a troll, right? 
He was a troll, yeah. Yeah, if the if the giants in this film would have been handled in the way that that troll was handled, like th- it could have been all right. But instead, we get like this weird this weird hybrid between like little kitty stupid stuff with like things that are that are actually like you know the first giant that is slayed is slayed in like a pretty gruesome way. Like he's essentially. Uh, paralyzed like his spinal column is like severed by jack like there's <laughs> yeah. there's like it, there's just weird stuff but then you got like booger eating and like i said farting and yeah and then all... like yeah and like people the the giants are eating animals and they're eating humans and, and not only that dude but like there's a lot of like there's a lot of scenes like when they're they're cutting down the beanstalk and the beanstalk just falls and kills probably like 50 people <laughs> yeah and I'm just like, uh, if I was the king, I'd be like, I immediately regret this decision. And then he acts all like, oh, hi, daughter. I did not try to cut down the beanstalk. I was so worried about you. And then, like, th- th- I think really what it comes down to is, like, even though there's this gross, this, this weird stuff happening, once the giants, like, you know, there's a scene in the trailer where, like, there's like a whole field of giants running towards people. And if you, yeah. t- if you take out, like, the people who get snagged up or smushed or eaten or, during that chase... Once they get back to the ca- castle, the entire climax of the film comes down to a big tug of war between giants and and people. And yeah. I'm sorry, but that tug of war would not last very long because oh, hell the no. giants would just destroy all those hell people. no. So it, they're it, like literally throwing windmills, and we're supposed to believe that they yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, I I just think that like it it's a huge, you know like. When we were talking about uh, a good day to die hard, like we were saying that like the film is really just a couple of big action set pieces, and that's yeah. really just all it brings to the table. This film really has even less than that. like essentially it, it is a bunch of of bullcrap set up to when the beanstalk first grows. Yeah. Then you have the giants coming down, and then the fight. Like that's really all. Yeah, and then the big like charging the battle and. Yeah, like it, it, it's every- kind of like what it's it's almost the same uh, setup as like Snow White and the Huntsman, where it just the only big action scene is like the big charge on the castle at the end. But at least Snow White and the Huntsman feels like there's uh like, there's at least somewhat of a progression of like like yeah, well at least it feels like a movie. Well, yeah, like there there there's a a story arc that's happening of like this is over here, and then they need to send somebody out for her. This guy, like, no, like there, there are things that make sense that there's actually a story taking place, as yeah. opposed to if you look at, if if you look at this film, it, it's literally like the whole time, like everybody knows the legend about a uh, about the giant, and then boom, a beanstalk appears. It's like, oh, okay, clearly the legends are true. Like, it, if you have a legend where there's beanstalks and giants, why would the beanstalks be real but the giants not? So like the fact that it takes like 15 more minutes for them to discover an actual giant is kind of pointless like it's it's literally just it's sort of like the video game mechanic where it's like level one beanstalk okay you have to climb to the top of the beanstalk okay level two giants on the giant world okay cool now the end of the game is giants coming down and you have to defend your castle like it's it's really just those three pieces like build a beanstalk see the giants fight the giants and then end of film and nowhere along the way does it really earn any of the moments of of the big stuff like there's not enough like it feels like this entire film takes place in one day which i don't know if it's supposed to feel that way or not like it it's just it's basically that first night the beanstalk grows and by the following night um that battle has commenced and everything's done it doesn't have a sense of like they went up the beanstalk and we're up there for like a a week 
And then, well, they clearly were up there for a while because it took them a while to climb up it. But there's no sense of time, really. Yeah, yeah. How much time has passed? I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's a very misguided film. It's tonally all over the place, uh, like we mentioned. And uh, it doesn't feel like anything substantial. It's just like whatever and, uh, like I said, very middle of the road. Been there, done that story-wise uh, with the, you know, the princess who doesn't want to marry, you know, the guy. And she falls in love with the commoner. It's just it's just very, very banal and uh, it's really not worth it. It's really not worthwhile. Also, uh, I also thought that the MacGuffin of the movie, like the 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 uh, giant crown, yeah, that that is uh, plays a big role in the film. That was just so just so stupid to me because it it only felt like a device that was made uh, and put into the film so that the humans could win. Like the only way that they could, you know, uh, have power over the giants. Like the way that it's handled is just so silly to me. Well, I I think that I I mean I on some level I disagree because stories of this type usually have some sort of like the the whole the whole thing the whole reason all this comes about in general is because somebody was trying to gain access to both the beans and the crown. So like I without without that crown being a part of the puzzle then the beans would have never been taken from the place that they were stored. No, no, no. no. Yeah. But I'm just saying like the usage of the crown is just like, Oh, it's highly convenient. You know? Yeah. I don't, well, I, you know, I guess I don't, I don't, it, it would be the equivalent to if like, uh, um, in, I don't, I don't know. Like, like imagine if the, the sword in the first Harry Potter that he has to use to defeat the little thingamajigger, if the sword is also the thing that conjured, that like leviathan creature thing then Mm -hmm. it it would feel like less of like a deus ex machina if the thing that created it is also the thing that defeated it it's like the thing that the crown itself is the reason the giants are 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 encountering the humans in that moment um so i wasn't bothered by the fact that it's used in the way it is yeah well the only thing that i'll say is that uh i think partway through the film I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, it'd be really cool if someone ate a bean and it grew out of somebody. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that ended up happening. Although, you know, not as, uh, not, a, it's just, it was, it was, it was cool that it happened. I was like, oh, well, they, they actually went with that. But then it was like, wow, we destroyed our castle. I don't know. It was just silly. Also, the main giant looked like John Locke from Lost. <laughs> so you're saying is they should have got a smoke monster to come and attack him. Yeah, I do. But the other thing was like, what was the giant's motivation? Like, it just seems so like arbitrary and vague that, you know, they they obviously they wanted food, but like they seemed to be OK, like chilling up there up until like the humans came well, the the they didn't have a way down to the surface. Yeah, I know, but it just like I don't know, like they, they're I don't. It just seemed very like vague to me as to why like uh, I don't know. I it would be going into spoilers, but certain things happen, and they're just kind of like okay, I don't know. 
Well, the, the, whole- the like the the motivations for the Giants, I guess, were clear, but it just also it just it wasn't clear enough to me as to like why we should care that they are going through with this. Well, they they it wasn't their idea. Like it's it, it's just you know they're still pissed from the last time they all battled and they're still hungry from the last yeah. time. Yeah. I had. mean they're they're out for for vengeance clearly, but it's just so muddled and I don't know, like it's just they, they could have been going down there for I just I don't know. Yeah. Well, the the real the real question to talk about in this film is, is where are all the giant women? No, not that. I was <laughs> what I was going to say was uh which is which is a good point also but beyond <laughs> they're that they're all just they're all they're all upset because they're all horny okay they're uh, hungry and horny they want some some action what i was going to say is that boy did they get lucky with that bean being dropped at uh, at Jack's house because anywhere else and it would have been too far away from the giant area to get there or it would have hit underneath it and not been able to grow to the surface <laughs> The the idea it's it's not like that they live in like a cloud platform where you just grow up like Mario style grow your beanstalk up through the clouds right, and you right. climb up there. It's like a stone giant island that floats in the sky. So I don't know if the island moves towards any beanstalk that grows or what. Like yeah, like how does that work? Because if you're too far away from it, I guess it just goes. It just seeks it out. Or yeah, that that's one thing that's not explained, but. I think it just seeks it out, but it's yeah, it's not explained as to how it gets up there. I don't. I don't think the film was really concerned uh, concerned with that portion. Now, here's the other thing: is like the the beanstalks that they use to climb down when they get off of it. Do they just like spring back up into space? No, because they've actually grow- like basically they would have grown upward, but they hopped on top and weighed them down. So they 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 grew in that so fashion. they changed the trajectory of the the growing path i guess yeah so what once it's once it's actually bent over that way then it's all its weight is down so it, it continues to be grown that way oh well thank god that you're here to clear that up yeah i mean <laughs> i did get my degree in beanstalkology <laughs> beanstalk ah <laughs> uh, i don't know dude remember that one jack of the beanstalk movie from like way back in the day and it had like the the one kid from the Sandlot and the big green in it. I just remember watching like this old VHS and like that was a preview in front of it. And uh, yeah, that's my memory of Jack and the Beanstalk. A lot better than this. My memory of Jack and the Beanstalk is about as much as my memory of what Hansel and Gretel was. Like I literally knew like with Hansel and Gretel, I was like, there was like some kids and then like there was like a candy house and then a witch was in it. And I think somebody was leaving breadcrumbs or something. <laughs> like that was all I remembered. <laughs> with Jack and the Beanstalk, I was like, "Yeah, he got some magic beans, and it grew a beanstalk." Like I literally knew nothing about the story. Yeah. But then again, well now, well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. That's true. All right. Well, what do you say we wrap this up? Yes, let's do. All right, Carson. If you're going to give this film a must see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must avoid, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a must avoid. It is not worth seeing in theaters or at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say uh, this is a must avoid also. 
it's basically the equivalent to uh, selling your horse for a bag of beans, um, except for these beans aren't magic. So they're just gas. Yeah, they're 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 not a good time. So you uh, should not see this film, and hopefully the studio will learn to stop trying to just make a bunch of random crap based on old IPs of things that kids might remember from when they were little. That's true. Yeah. The other thing I didn't point out real fast is that the like the the production design, like all the costumes, look really cheap. Like it looks like they were just like, you know, like one uh, performance away from medieval times, man. <laughs> and I love medieval times, but man, that's medieval times. It's not a two hundred million dollar studio blockbuster. Yeah. You know, studio picture here. So that was another thing that just was like, really? Like, they spent $200 million on this? Like, where'd the money go? They spent all their money on the uh, the growth, growth simulation for the Beanstalk. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right, well... Uh, they had to get that extra Igor head, you know, just right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's going to be the end of this episode. So, uh, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? You can go to uh, practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show, including our reviews of The Last Exorcism Part 2 and 21 and Over. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when all these episodes go live at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Jack the Giant Slayer. So, hope you're enjoying that more than we enjoyed the movie. And, uh... Indeed. Yeah. At least we know that, uh, films, stories this tall shouldn't be seen on screens this small <laughs> it's really annoying to be seeing. go big or go home dude it's annoying to be seeing jack the giant slayer and have that ad play well uh i did not see this at a regal theater so uh yeah well lucky for you i wonder what the <laughs> next thing they're going to start playing like what the next film and what rhyme they'll come up with I don't know, but they always do that for the AMC, like they for the like the silence your cell phones bit. It's always like some kids movie. Yeah. Now it's like the crudes. They're like, don't be a crude, like silence your cell phone. <laughs> you know, I, I got a little like uh GoFobo invite for like a crudes preview, but I had to go see Jack the Giant Slayer instead. Ah, lame. Yeah. I think without even saying the crudes, I have a feeling that that's going to be better than Jack the Giant Slayer. <laughs> Probably, and I don't think the crudes looks very good, so. <laughs> you know. All right, well, uh, that's this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Carson, for joining me. Yep, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah. we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>